What up, what up, everybody? I want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast. It's your guy, Emmanuel Williams. Um, this week, I'm giving y'all a little something special, man. I put together this montage of the Fab Five, um, just kind of going back, kind of reminiscing, just picking a few of the Fab Fives that I really enjoy and that I want everybody to get in, uh, in a short form. So, uh, And I'm also preparing for this upcoming series, this Young Black Entrepreneur series that I'm putting together. So as I do that, just gonna give y'all a little some little little throwback action. So um, pause. I don't know if that's if I can say that like that. But um, um, but yeah. So the first one I'm gonna put up here is actually like pre Fab Five. It was like me kind of formulating what I wanted to do, and uh, and when I asked these set of questions, like oh, I should actually formulate it. So. Uh, this goes back to episode 27, Vegan Bay with Ashley Moore. So this is pre-fab five-ish type action. All right, here we go. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to gleam for today. I'm going to take the lead. I just got a beam. I was taught to me. Close out questions. Okay. Um, if you could be a character on a TV show, what show would you choose? Any. <laughs> if you could insert yourself on a TV show, what show would you choose? Any show? Any show. Oh, Insecure. Really? Yeah. I, w- I can't see you on Insecure. You can't? You celibate. Insecure <laughs> is, is uh, it's a lot of, um, I mean, season two is whole face. I know. Oh. I would be inserted in season three. Oh, okay. Season three. I think three. after all women have a whole face, they have a, a coming to. <laughs> coming to Jesus moment. Okay, so you saying Issa's about to get saved? Is that yeah. what you saying? Okay, okay. Last time prediction: Issa is about to get saved, season three. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. So, um, is there one book that has fundamentally changed the course of your thinking? Mm. Or just changed your life? Period that you've been reading like the book that you've been that's been helping you on your journey mm, that one's a hard one um oh that's such a hard one um so lean in was a really good book mm. um, I, I think my wife has a book yeah uh, with susan sandberg mm-hmm. um that was a really powerful book because i feel as though i've before I became who I wanted to be. Um, I feel like I was a very mousy person, so I was very quiet, mm. um, I, a thinker. So I, I wouldn't necessarily be the first person to like raise my hand and give my opinions on mm. anything, even though I had one. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely kind of shined a light about um, just being comfortable in who you are and um, different quotes of, you know, just because, um, you know, you are people say you're bossy they, they say things like that you're bossy or they call people um the b word or whatever the case mm. may be just because you might be um again strong in your beliefs or assertive um, assertive yeah um you get called these other names mm-hmm. um so it definitely put um a light and then also kind of um explain that you can go in different routes and still feel like like you're your best self in essence mm. so right. just because you might not be um, a businesswoman and you might, you know, stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean that you're less than mm-hmm. this person or vice versa. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a really good book. Um, let me think of another book that... Uh, this book is probably one of the 
to other people one of the most boring books um, ever, but um, The Audacity of Hope, which is um, Barack Barack's? Obama. Yeah. Okay. So I, I read that when it, um, before he was president, um, mm. and it definitely changed my mind frame when it came to politics, mm. um, understanding a little bit more how things really work behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of having a connection. It, it kind of forced me to be a little bit more open um, with people, and, and because someone might not have the same beliefs as me doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Right. right? Yeah. Um, understanding where they come from mm-hmm. um, and not really judging people off based off of one thing that they might do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely feel that that's a great, but it's a long read, um, but it's a. Is it like 400 pages? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get the audible of that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need the audio book. No, that's what's up. Yeah. <sighs> Last question. Okay. If you had one final quote or tweet to give before you leave this earth you only got 140 characters it has to be my own words your own words what would it be mm. Ooh, that that one's a hard one this is uh, it this is it you taking off in a spaceship uh, you going to mars with elon musk mm-hmm. and uh it's a wrap The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the best gift that you can give to anyone else is loving yourself. Mm. Simply put. Simply. Mm-hmm. Didn't even steal that. Quote that. Mm. Mm. Vegan Bay. I'm going to speak my peace, trying to walk in peace. I've been giving freedom a taste. I'm just being free. Nike sacks, Birkenstocks. So, uh, once again, that was episode 27, Vegan Bay, um, with Ashley Moore. And she gave a lot of good information when it came to living that vegan lifestyle, her journey of why she became vegan. Um, and it was more than just, you know, eating and more than just uh, being healthy and losing weight, but also just being spiritually sound in everything that she did. And just her story of, how it helped discipline her and and, um, just make her a better person overall. So um, if you haven't listened to it, you should definitely give it a listen. Very informative and also super entertaining. It was probably one of my most watched um, Facebook live episodes as well to the simulcast with it. So uh, really good episode. Check it out. Um, This next one. That I'm going to play for you guys is actually an episode that I never released. It, we went live, but uh, there was a lot of controversy surrounding Charles McGee at the time. And um, and as I was promoting it, like the day before that I was set to put it out, you know, this article hit. It was pretty crazy. Um, he dropped out of the, the race for city commissioner at that time. And uh, I just felt the way that what I was promoting for that series and then what had the the news that had, had came out, I just felt like at that time it wasn't good to put it out. So um, but I will play the Fab Five because I really love the episode, to be honest, and uh, give you all a little piece of it. So here's a little exclusive. All right. All right, man, let's, let's wrap this up, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get into the Fab Five, man. Five questions that I'm okay. asking everybody every episode. All right. Question number one. All right. What artist or album has made you fall in love with hip-hop? 
Ooh. So I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, actually, if Sean is still on, he's going. Uh, so he always makes fun of me because I'm I'm horrible. So actually, my favorite. So I I, I can I should I really say it? Man, just speak your truth, man. You got it. My favorite rapper of all time is Too Short. Okay. <laughs> I like Too Short. <laughs> I also like a little Looney Cole you know? Okay, you like, like for real. Like you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so any anything Too Short will, will probably get you know. It, okay. I, I enjoy. Wow. I, I, Was there an album in particular? Just anything. Just anything. Just anything. Too I'm short. not going. I'm not. I'm not going go there with you tonight. <laughs> right. Right. Word. I'm not gonna no, go there no, with I, you. <laughs> oh, Elijah Moore. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Man, you was at Benson. Was you at Benson with me, or you was there for like freshman year and you you dipped out? Cause I don't do I remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah, but he's like a he's a year older than us, I think. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life? Ooh. Man, there's been some good. So. I love Baby Boy. <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> I do. I love Baby Tell Boy. Tell me about how Baby Boy shifted your life in another direction, man. <laughs> uh, uh, the Francis Chris Wilson quote in the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, that the black man is um, a not yet fully human formed human being who has not yet realized his potential. Mm. So that yeah. stuck with you. Word. I love Baby Boy. Mm. That surprises me. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never heard someone said "Baby Boy changed your life." That's that's the first. One. That's, that's the first one on this on oh, this that's show. Hilarious. Jody, <laughs> Jody, and coming oh. to America. I like coming to America. You know? Oh yeah. I make my my kids and I we watch it. We, oh man, they, uh, gotta, they gotta get that culture, man. Oh man, we also uh, my kids love the Jeffersons, man. We will. Really? Oh man, we. We watch I haven't taken my kids that far back. Yet. Oh man, we at good times. My yeah. kid, like literally, you put on a good time song. My kids wow. start singing. It. We my just head. watch a different world. I've oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And Martin, my son loves Martin. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. Loves Martin. <laughs> um, when you start to feel overwhelmed, how do you de-stress? Uh, I, I um, I love to work out. Okay. Uh, and I love to listen to TD Jakes. Uh, uh, I will listen to a TD Jakes sermon in a workout. Mm. Uh, uh, and like I love um, so on YouTube they've got like these old Malcolm X videos mm. uh, um, of like oh, him that debating like money. Yeah, uh, and I will watch those mm-hmm. uh, consistently. Wow. I'm gonna start doing that. I didn't realize I was out there. I, I'm I so underutilized YouTube. YouTube everything. has everything. It has everything. YouTube like they've got some amazing James Baldwin videos, like stuff that like you don't find. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. YouTube is amazing. Like some oh they got this yeah there's some dope Stoke Carmichael stuff in there too. Mm, yeah, I need to get up on that because uh, I'm missing out. Um, what book would you recommend to everyone to read right now? One book. Hmm, that's hard. Uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome, truthfully. Hmm. Um, Who's the author? Uh, Joy DeGru. Oh, Joy. Oh, she had the yeah. She had the. I watched her uh, her presentation on YouTube. About yep. That. Post-traumatic yeah. slave syndrome. Yeah. Um, or oh, okay, one. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you got another one, there's there's another one um, that I I really like. Uh, it's written by a white dude actually. Um, it's by Paul Tuff. It's called. Um, uh, by any means necessary. Okay. It's a story of the Harlem Children's Zone. 
there's like it's I think it's article it's a uh, chapter three in there. Mm. Uh, the way he dissects poverty in America mm. and how stuff like the New Deal and some like progressive policies impacted negatively black people. Mm. Really fascinating. Uh oh, I think my phone is about to die. So I get. Um, let's. I love it, man. You know who you should have on here? Who? You should have my wife on here. Okay, I'm down with that. If she's down. Um. Oh, that's funny. She just she texted hours and said she couldn't find a link. Um. Yeah. You know what she does though? Hmm. She well, she may not want to. Uh, <laughs> but she's the HR director for the city. Wow. Word. Uh, if you send me this, I will get it to her. Um, she would be. She's funny. Like she is like hilarious. That's what's up. Um. Yeah, and then you can sit in on it. Yeah, like well, we got kids, man. <laughs> oh, that's right. We, that's right. we got babies, you that's know. Right. Unless y'all Ezell and, and Nikki, they was just you know. Was just hold, 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 I, got, I got I got one more question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. One more question. The big one. Mm-hmm. What message do you want communicated at your eulogy? Ooh. I know you won't be there to enjoy it. Well, so people who know me, mm-hmm. uh, I have a one of the other things I watch on YouTube is eulogies. Really? Yeah. Because I've always been amazed with how we talk about death. Yeah. Because I actually think we use better language to talk about death than we do about life. We do. Uh, it's very poetic. Um, I would want... Um, that I was a great husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while I wasn't perfect, I loved the hell out of my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And the way it played out was the love I gave my kids, uh, and that I made a difference. I made a difference. Where? Yep. That's dope. Yeah, man. Uh, I was trying to find like a headshot of you oh, by right. yourself it's on all social my- media. It's, no, it, it's, it, it's it you and your kids. You and your kids. You and the wife. It's like, man, this dude's family man, solid through and through. Like. All right, so next up, this is Joanne Hardesty with her Fab Five, and this is episode 59, Nothing About Us Without Us. If you haven't listened to the full, powerful, she's running for Portland City Council. Um, If you guys haven't heard of her, uh, if you're outside of Portland, um, she has been working in the civil rights field for quite some time, and she's just a very powerful, strong, um, energetic phenomenal woman um what more can i say about her man she is amazing but here's her fat five this last segment is called the fat five five questions that i ask okay. everybody okay. okay um so question number one who is your favorite artist and what song or album made you fall in love with that musical Ooh. artist yeah Luther Vandross here and now. Luther, okay. Luther, Luther's my man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Luther. That's Vandross. an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> so that was quick. That's quick. Didn't I take had you to no think time. about that, right? That person like, oh, I got three people. Uh, nah. I got four albums. Like, no, 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 we got nah, time. Nah, Luther. All right. Um, is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life? Oh my gosh, uh, the Black Panther movie. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was like I did not know how much I would enjoy that movie. I mean, I thought it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Just like Black Universe, right? Right. I had no idea when I saw the 
the bad women oh, yeah. warriors. Uh-huh. I was like, yes, yeah. yes, right? Uh-huh. I thought, man, what this will do for uh, three, four, five, seven, eight, ten teenagers, what this will do for mm-hmm. their image of what's possible, mm-hmm. right? Um, I love that. I wish that had been made like 30 years ago. I know, I know. It's, it's that that's that's gonna go down as one of my all time favorites. For sure. Right? Yeah, yes, easily. I mean, my son is eight. My yes. daughter is three. Uh huh. I took him twice. Nice, good, good. Right, <laughs> I took right. him Friday night and Saturday night. I Saturday, you. I was like, hey y'all, get dressed. We going to go see Black uh, Panther again. <laughs> that's gonna be one of those that we're gonna have to like once it's available for sale. That will oh. be in the home library. Oh, for sure. It's got to be in the home library. Every yes. black family. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Required viewing, yes. Right. Um, Question number three. When you start to feel overwhelmed, and I'm sure you are, you know, all the time doing all this stuff, but uh, how do you de-stress? I check out. I take a couple of days off. Mm -hmm. I don't answer email, phone calls, respond to... I I just go, right? Mm -hmm. I I either go to the mountains, go to the water. Nice. Um, Sometimes I go to Vegas. I I just I just totally disconnect, right? right. And I am really really good at disconnecting because yeah. I know that I need to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be immersed in this kind of stuff twenty four seven without doing the self care. So yeah. for me, it's about just taking a couple of days, mm-hmm. and it's just all about me. Word. So nails did, massages, you right? Know, yeah. All of that. Just all, all, all about me for those two days. That's good. So then you got I'm your self care routine. Then you do. know how to do it. I do. And That's in good. fact, I have friends that will call me to say, "Look at your nails, right?" Because for me, <laughs> it's like if my nails look bad, that means I'm not doing self care, right. right? And yeah. so it's a good check in. I have people who remind me that I have to do that. Yeah. That's good. Question number four: uh, What book would you re- recommend everyone to read right now? Uh, the New Jim Crow, Michelle, mm, Michelle Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. Yes, I am amazed that there are people on the planet that haven't read that book yet. Yeah. Uh, but I got to tell you, that book moved. It didn't just move me. I read that book as part of a book club, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only like six chapters, so it's like that's so it. It's, that's it. Six chapters, and we would meet for an hour, uh, hour maybe hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh. Was it over six weeks? I think it was like every other Saturday for a couple hours, and mm. we discussed the chapter, and then we'd go back. That book, when I finished it, when I got to the end, it I had to do something. Yeah. So guess what I did? Hmm. Worked with a group of people. We did two town halls, community town halls at hmm. PCC Cascade, just to talk about the book and what we learned from yeah. the book and how to connect the book to what was happening in Oregon. Yeah. Both of those town halls happened like within three months of each other and both had over a hundred participants. Mm. Then we brought Michelle Alexander to town wow. in partnership with PCC Cascade. Yeah. Standing room only at Emmanuel Temple Church. Yeah. We had a community fair where I brought in community members who are working on the issues that were addressed in Michelle's book. Yeah. Michelle Alexander was fabulous. You could actually go online and see the entire program. Okay. I love there's a picture that shows Michelle Alexander looking at me intently while I'm talking. <laughs> I love that picture. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I'd have been able to reach her, I'd have put that on my campaign material, right? right? But yeah. have to get permission before you do that. Right, um, right. So I think that's one of those, that was one of those, no new information, yeah. but laid out in a way mm-hmm. that was understandable and allowed people to connect the dots, yeah. to understand that none of this is accidental. Mm-mm. Now, I've purchased that book, but I haven't read it. Okay. So I feel bad. No, no. But 
my reason for not reading is because have you seen the 13th documentary on Netflix? Yes, yes, yes. So I felt like after I watched 13th, like, do I really need to read Yeah, my dad really meant to go there. <laughs> well, I mean, what I love, But I hear that the book still has some stuff that, like... What I love about her was yeah. the intense research she did, yeah. right? So it wasn't just, you know, this was the outcome of X, Y, Z. But she knew when she was writing that book that there would be people trying to discredit her research. Right. So her footnotes are better than anybody's footnotes I've ever seen in a book, yeah, right? Yeah. She actually uh, has everything laid out. There's another book. Oh, it's going to go out of my head, but hopefully I'll think about it as you get to question five. Okay. Question number five. What message do you want? Now, you won't be able to enjoy it. Mm. Uh, you won't be there to enjoy it, but what message do you want communicated at your eulogy? I want my eulogy to say that Joanne did the work. Mm -hmm. Joanne showed up for communities that had no voice. Mm -hmm. um, and she did it regardless of who was paying attention mm -hmm. and who got credit. Yeah. If that's it said in my eulogy, I would feel like, yep. It's just been a good one. Simply right? put. Simply put. Joanne did the work. She did the work. She showed up mm -hmm. with no self-interest. Well, you doing and it. And no care about who got the credit. Word. Yeah. You're doing it. And I think, uh, you know, as selfless as you are, I think that's going to help propel you to the next level. Um, because what you're putting out into the, into the atmosphere, into the universe, like it's... It's going to come back. It is coming back. It is coming it's back. It's coming back. Oh, my gosh. If you saw the diversity of people who are just giddy, mm -hmm. I mean, diversity in race, age, uh, gender, So, if you are in the Portland metro area, the election is coming up. Very soon, I want y'all to vote for Joanne Hardesty for city council. She is going to change the course of the city. She's going to make history, um, not just for being, you know, the first black woman in that seat, but just for what she stands for and how she is going to speak truth to power and how she's going to move the needle. And she is really about the people. So um, go ahead and do that. Vote for her. Um, this next Fab Five is from Orlando Williams. Uh, you guys may know him from t the Talking Ball show on NBC Sports or Comcast Sportsnet, whatever they are now. And um, he played for the Oregon Ducks. He played for the Harlem Globetrotters. And he came on and sat down with me. Uh, or actually, I went to him, went to his his office, and we made it happen. It was a religion and worldview series. Um, the topic was Hebrew Israelite. And uh, here is his Fat Five. Nike socks. Something called the Fat Five. Just five questions okay. that I ask everyone. Okay. Yep. Uh, first question is kind of a two-part question. Mm -hmm. What is first things first? What's your favorite genre of music? Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a soulful R and B man. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I you know you expect me to say gospel. Um, not necessarily, but I but I, I, I really, <laughs> I really, I mean, I listen to gospel. Obviously, that's probably the most that I listen to. Yeah. But my favorite, uh huh, my favorite genre, yeah, rhythm and blues. Man. Okay. So, what artist or album made you fall in love with R and B? Oh man, um, this is gonna sound funny, man. <laughs> okay, it was in. It was really. Uh, I think I was like a freshman in high school. Okay. 
and it was Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson. All right. Freddie Jackson, man. I was like, wow, man. <laughs> and it was Freddie Jackson and Elder Barge. Mm. Freddie Jackson and Elder Barge. Elder okay. Barge was, I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? This is, yeah. So I, I really, really learned to love music. Yeah. Real music mm. at that point. You said what they making now is not. Nah, man. I don't know about this <laughs> stuff now, man. There's a few of them out there that's all right. But yeah. for the most part, this is some different stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they done lost their way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Is there a movie that affected your outlook on life? Oh, man, a movie that affected my outlook on life. Um, and when I was a small kid, man, the second movie that I ever saw in my life was The Color Purple. Mm. Um, and I was, I mean, I was in awe, man. I was mm. just like, that That movie really moved me. Uh, I mean, I, it was the first time I even watched anything and cried. Wow. I mean, I was like, so that, yeah, that definitely moved me, man. That mm -hmm. I, I think back on that, I mean, there's obviously been a lot of genres and movies since then, but... Yeah. You know, you don't forget that kind of stuff as, mm -hmm. a, as a kid going to a theater and watching Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey and yeah. watching Oprah punch the punch the lady in the face and and then being required to serve her mm -hmm. until she was old and blind. Yeah. Um, that man, that that had an impact on me wow. as a young man like nothing yeah. else. Yeah. What age was that for you? That it moved man, you like that? You that had, I had to be man. I, I what nine? Man, you were moved at nine, nine years old. By yeah. 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 That that movie, man. At that time, that was big. Wow. Man. I hadn't seen anything like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and that was, that wasn't a time when there was a lot of history being taught. So yeah. you know, entertainment was a big way of hearing things. I mean, that was that was the time where messages were being communicated in music. Yep. And they were being communicated. I mean, Good Times was mm -hmm. the kind of shows that was on TV, and and so it was those shows were message type of shows, mm -hmm. right? And so you go into a movie theater and you watch the color purple and you see those things the plight and the struggle um, of our people in mm -hmm. a place where there was happiness and sadness and there's a little bit of everything in that movie man yeah. the black experience so mm -hmm. so yeah that moved me man okay um when you start to feel overwhelmed how do you de-stress i like to read yeah i read i mean reading for me um and I'm I'm an avid reader, and I have a problem because I read like four books at the same time. That's a problem, man. man. That is my worst. Like I'm like halfway through about four or five. Yeah, books right yeah, now. yeah. I can't help it, but I read. I, I really just enjoy opening up a book, putting my feet up, man, and just and and reading and learning. Yeah, yeah. word. Um, so, what book would you recommend for everyone to read right now? Oh man. Um, well, I I would recommend everyone to read the Torah. Okay. Open their eyes. And what does that mean? A lot of people don't know. I would say the first five books of the Bible. Okay. Understand the first five books from a Hebrew perspective. Yeah. Say, so what is God trying to tell people in those books? Mm -hmm. Not don't don't read it for inspiration. Mm. Don't read it for motivation. Mm. Read it for regulation. Okay. Understand what God is trying to convey. What message is he trying to convey? Not the don't get caught up in the ceremonial. Don't get caught up in the carbon dating of how old the earth is. <laughs> Read it and try to understand the message that God is trying to send. Um, I would have to recommend that. And then if you can get your hands on a copy of that Lost Tribes and Promised Lands mm -hmm. and understand the origins of racism, mm -hmm. the origins of how people started to think that they thought about monetizing color. Because it, that will tell you how people begin to understand that race was not color was not an issue. You were you were it was not color that that showed or separated people. It was geography. Mm -hmm. 
And so and if like they tribes and, and stuff, tribes yeah. and stuff, it had nothing to do with color. Mm-hmm. Color was not even a thing. Um, so that book, uh, if you can get a hand on that, and it's, I'll tell, I'll, I would tell your listeners, man, that it's a hard read. Mm-hmm. You might have to read it a few times, mm-hmm. um, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't even cracked that one open because I don't want, you know, like I said, I'm halfway through about four or five books. Uh, right yeah, now. right. <laughs> but that one. I'm gonna have to read that in one. Like that's the only book I'm reading. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I had to do it that way. Yeah. I had to break down everything else and just focus yeah. on that one because one of the things I do, I read slow. I read with tabs, yeah. and I read with uh, research. Mm. So I read really slow with books like that. Mm. So I tab stuff, and then that was the first time I consider myself to be fairly articulate <laughs> and understanding um, the English language and words very well. Mm. I spent more time looking words up wow. in that book than I ever have in any other book that I've read. Wow. Yeah, so okay. it, it, it took me some time. All right. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um, last question. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something where you will not be able to benefit from any pleasure of this activity. Okay. 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 But what message do you want communicated at your eulogy? Um, I, want, I want people to clearly know a couple of things. One that I love God and I kept his commandments. Two, that I'm not in heaven, I'm resting. I want my eulogy to be a message to people about truth. Mm. I want people to understand that no man is in heaven, that I'm resting. I don't want somebody getting up there and saying to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. I don't want any of that at my eulogy. I want a message being sought. I want I want people to understand truth at my eulogy. Um, and then I also want people to know and to feel like I impacted lives, that there are going to be some people in the kingdom because of the way that I talk, that I did my job, and I did it the way that God called me. This is journalism wearing skin, no writer's block, no writer's block. All right, y'all, so I'm about to get out of here. This is the last rendition of the Fab Five, the fifth of the Fab Five uh, in this montage. So this was actually episode 74, my guy Oba. We talked about psychedelics in this one in the Religion and Worldview series. So I uh, hope you enjoy this. Uh, coming up next week, going to kick off the Young Black Entrepreneur series. And I promise y'all, like, I've recorded a few so far and man like all i can say is it's about to be powerful it's about to be inspiring if you are an entrepreneur you're going to relate to this so much but it's going to give you so much hope and so much inspiration and it's give you it's going to give you perspective on what it takes um to continue to persist in your entrepreneurship journey so be on the lookout it's coming up appreciate y'all for being patient I will holler at y'all next week. Grace and peace. And the re- the recurring thing that I keep saying, you have kind of touched on something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Already. Let's hit it, man. But um, first question I'll ask um, to preface it, what's your favorite genre of music? Hip-hop, man. Okay. So what artist or album made you fall in love with hip-hop? Ah, dang! Can I even say hip hop now, yo? I gotta take it back, man. I gotta take say it jazz. back. Go I ahead. I gotta say jazz. Man. Okay, hip hop. Okay. Cause I I love hip hop because of jazz. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I love everything that that's in hip hop. The lyric, everything. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because of jazz. Jazz is the foundation. For and sure. jazz is definitely the foundation of hip hop. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have to say jazz because it's the foundation of like Afrobeat too. You know what I'm saying? A lot of mm. fella, a lot of so many African, um, 
artists that I grew up with listened to my mother listen to mm-hmm. and then because of jazz mm-hmm. and can I say one artist that sh- I couldn't say one it, c- it could be mm-hmm. fella um it could be um my gosh I'm see I'm just getting into like American jazz mm-hmm. I'm just getting into Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm just getting into Nina Simone. I'm just getting into all these different people. That was just like, how could you not be listening? Bro, Why are you just, listening to just Kenny wallow, G? Bro, just just wallow in the Earth, Wind, and Fire, bro. That's like a- in college, that's all I listen to. Earth, Wind, and Fire. ELO. ELO. We were talking about this. Yeah, bro. I was on them so tough in college, bro. Changed my life. Earth, Wind, and Fire has absolutely changed my life. And I'm like, yo, how? It can't even be reproduced now, man. I constantly think like, yo, if I, you know what, that's gonna be the next. If I can make some way of like doing a new school version of Earth, but it, you just can't do bro, it. Bro, Maurice White was on another planet, bro. No doubt, man. Sun Ra, speaking of another planet. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Lonnie Liston Smith. These mm. are all people that are just like, oh, this is why I love hip hop. I guess. Mm. So I went. I loved hip hop first, and then I learned jazz later. Word. And then I was in jazz, like, oh, yeah. this is why I love everything that's going on over there. So. Um, I, I couldn't say one artist or two, but I would say, you know what I'm saying, like, The Locks, DMX put me on hip-hop, mm-hmm. Jay-Z was cool, Nas was cool, but mm-hmm. it was really, like, Dungeon Family, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, shouts out to the South, Word. definitely, yeah. um, Andre 3K is the best that ever did it, and I hope he has a solo album for sure, mm-hmm. but just, like, mindful mindfulness in music. Yeah. whatever the genre because yeah. like I told you I got my Guilty White band too you know what I mean I listen to a lot of music from a lot of different places yeah. and it's just I think the mindfulness Word. putting your heart into the music is yeah. what I really resonate with yeah that's Earth Wind and Fire all day for sure um, question number two is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life <laughs> the, ma- the Matrix bro <laughs> the Matrix the Matrix man. Word. that movie I mean I could say goodbye Uncle Tom because that movie blew my mind as to mm. what like society was in America one. Bro, you want to see the most vulgar rendition of American slavery? Mm. See Goodbye, Uncle Tom. Wow. Like, it was almost... I almost had to turn away because I was like, yo, this looks like white people were enjoying doing all these different things in this movie. Because they are literally walking naked black kids down the street, wiping them down with oil. Like, it is the reenactment of the American slavery system in a movie, bro. Well, they, they did enjoy it. Oh, I'm no doubt about that. No doubt. Like <laughs> and it's it's a sick movie, but it it really it's important to see. Um mm. I also want to give a shout out to um to, um oh my gosh, something baby. It's like a black exploitation film. Um mm. and uh just that whole series, man. Black yes, but the Matrix for sure. Word. When you start to feel overwhelmed, how do you de stress? I walk my dog. Mm. Or I literally just like kick it with him. Yeah. I I don't let things get to me anymore, man. Mm. I really, and it might be, it might be a part of like, my mother always called me like, I'm not really a go-getter like that. I'm more of just like, I get things that I'm really passionate about, Mm -hmm. but when things overwhelm me, I'm like, all right, you got it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving you my energy for this. Mm -hmm. Let me go, let me go pay attention to my dog. Mm -hmm. Um, My dog has been an an incredible force in my life. He's Mm -hmm. given me a chance to be able to be selfish and to get, excuse me, out of that selfishness, to be able to love another to take care of somebody else who's absolutely selfish mm. selfless mm. Um, and that is absolutely how I think that and music um, walking him and listening to um, a great song mm-hmm. you know what I mean like a, a jazzy little instrumental or something like that mm-hmm. really really helps word question number four what book would you recommend for everyone to read right now <clears throat> I wish I remember the name of the book but I remember the name of the person 
and his name, it's a crazy name, is Drunvalo Makilzadek. And it talks about sacred geometry. It was my introduction to... Bro, I think I know who that is. The Earth as an intelligent organism. Is that like a white book, like with purple writing? Purple. Well, some a of them are cover. One has a purple cover. One has a blue cover. Like yeah. purple, like stitched out. What, what was the name again? Uh, Drunvalo Makilzadek. I almost bought that book. Did you, bro? If it has to do with sacred geometry, absolutely. That was one. Of, I remember I wrote in college. If like if I was stranded on a on a desert island somewhere, mm-hmm. um, that book showed me mm-hmm. how you can easily you can get back to everything you lost if you needed to. What you mean? You can understand the spirituality. You can understand mathematics. You can understand your place in the universe as a as a as a creature. Um, I I think that that book is just incredibly important. Mm. What was it called? You say you don't know what it's called. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. If you spit out the name, I'll remember it. It's, it's got to be one of his most popular books. Mm, the Ancient Mysteries of Mel Melchizedek. No, no. no. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. Did you? Let me see if you spelled the first name right. No, I know, cause that's a that's a very. Uh, let's see, let's see. The flower of life. The flower of life. The the ancient secret of the flower of life. Yeah, mm. yeah, that book. Um, I imagine that book to be extremely important. If that book is too heavy for you, I would say another book that's great is Ram Dass' Be Here Now. Mm-hmm. Be Here Now is an incredibly simple book, um, but and that's what anything that's profound should be able to be explained very simply. Word. That's why I do not ascribe to like, you know, uh, all these different, fi- you know what I mean, like nanophysics, all these different things that people try to make things super complicated and all these things. Nah. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's worthwhile and it's gonna last, it's gonna be simple. Just like love. When you say you love, somebody says why, you're like, don't tell me. <laughs> you know, it's it's a right. simple feeling. Like, it's yeah. a knowing, and uh, I think that right there. Word. Um, man, I put the, that on my flower wall. of life. Please, on, my, on my shopping list, bro. Please, man, I might have to cop that. I might have to cop that for you, dude, for giving me such a beautiful place to be able to express myself. Man. Oh man, that is good, that is bro. that's something I, I'm gonna have to bring. Question number five: What message do you want communicated at your eulogy? Mm. <clears throat> I thought about this too, and yeah. I still can't come to a like that's a tough one bro. it's so tough yeah because i don't want it to be about me mm. you know what i mean mm. i want it to be like all right well this is a reason for us to get together and party but let's not like let's not hopefully people miss me but like uh, coco was a really good movie that talk about that like talk about you your existence as long as people are still thinking about you and talking about you mm. i wonder that all the time like my girlfriends ex-girlfriends how do people see me you know, how do mm. my friends that we really don't talk to together anymore? How do people like interact? How do people interact with their image of me still? Mm-hmm. Um, the message I want communicated in my eulogy is like love. What would I say? Love recklessly. Mm. Love recklessly. Yo. I think that I think that helps. I've definitely been a little bit more reckless with love than I should. But I think it's important for you to kind of learn your boundaries. Just just push man love recklessly and do it with a little bit more intention i think <laughs> i was gonna say how do you love recklessly and with intention at right the same uh, and it, it should never be at the same time mm. i think that's the problem i think that we're trying to do too many things at the same time mm. how do i stay independent but create a community 
of people that really that that you know what I mean that I can love mm. that I can really be a part of Word. and that's one thing that I know marriage is a really str- is a big struggle with but mm-hmm. I don't think you should do both at the same time I think you can take time and say okay you know what I'm taking time to be independent to be autonomous and whatever I do mm-hmm. but I also am going to take a lot of time to be to build this community to be a part of everybody that I want to be a part of mm-hmm. um, and so uh, yeah have your intentions knowing that you want to love for a purpose mm. but you know hey you want to try to you want to play this love dance with me all right let's go dance <laughs> you want to play this lo- let's go dance mm-hmm. and then see and then see what comes of that mm. but um yeah absolutely be th- th- there's nothing wrong everything is exactly how it should be mm. and i really think that maybe that maybe i want that at my eulogy nothing is wrong everything is exactly how it should be mm. and it's you know you make it yo Bro, damn, bro. Uh, is that the last question? No. That's it, man. That's it, bro. Man, <laughs> yo, I, I really feel like so we, we're good. not here right now. Like, that, yo, after you had that question, I was like, damn, we are back in this place. Yo, I'm, I'm speechless, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for giving me this chance to be able to express. True speech, true and deep from the loosest leaves of my loose leaf. My flaws and all, see? I'm fragile, but by grace I am choosing peace over losing sleep. And I must say these sandals fit quite nicely over these pre-release. Nike sacks, Birkenstocks, oh, what a faux pas. Unmasked, unabashed, unashamed. I hear the voice set up unacclaimed. Yeah, hear the voice set up unacclaimed. Maybe that's a taboo. Maybe it's a fad, but maybe just a fact I was used to. Wearing bad shoes, uh Nike socks, working stocks. Oh, what a faux pas, unmasked, unabashed, unashamed. Uh, hit a voice set of unacclaimed, yeah. Hit a voice set of unacclaimed. Maybe that's a taboo. Maybe it's a fad, but maybe just a fact I was used to wearing bad shoes. Bad shoes.